Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply step into the world of power loyalty and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather. Now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Coogan Cassis for IFL TV in association with MTK Global, sporting a very festive jumper. Yeah. Peter Fury. Me dog likes this jumper, Coogan. Your dog? Yeah. I've got dog hairs all over it. <laughs> um, how's your Christmas? How's your New Year, Pia? Yeah, it's just been quiet. Uh, just stayed at home um, with the family uh, and my mother. So it's it's been quiet, but that's that's all you can say about it, isn't it? Yeah, I think everyone was well. They should have been at home over that kind of period, and uh, yeah, not a lot to do. Just uh, spend time with the family and uh, basically crack on. Had to load of shit again, like I normally do. And then when I vet it, get all depressed and uh, all that kind of carry on. But listen, once a year, just got to write it off. Put 15, 20 pounds on as normal every year. One of them, in it? <laughs> one of them, one of them, one of them. Yeah. Um, so I, what I wanted to do with you today, Peter, is kind of have a, a, a recap on, on 2020. But first of all, did you watch... The fight between Luke Campbell and Ryan Garcia last night. I did. I really enjoyed it. It was a good fight. What did you make of Garcia's performance? Obviously, having to climb up off the canvas in round two to then uh, knock Luke Campbell out in the seventh round. Well, what I make of it, you've only got to look at Luke Campbell, haven't you? You know, this is somebody that's been in with and give him all the hard work. You know, Lomachenko he went in with, gone the full 12 rounds, Linares. And he's improved, uh, Campbell. And let's not forget, he's an Olympian gold medalist. Yeah, Southpaw, big puncher, and didn't do anything wrong in there. You know, he fought the perfect tactics and everything else. But just the way, what you've got to look at here, he just looked 
when you was looking at both fighters, you was only looking at Garcia. You know, he was that he was that much looked ahead of it. You know, so comfortable. You know, he just looked he, he was on a different level completely. So when you're looking at that, and you look at the you look at that level compared to somebody who's highly capable of being a world champion in Campbell, and how he got up as well, you know, and everything about him, he's a special talent, he's definitely He's probably, you could really say he's probably going to be the future of uh, boxing in that division. That division is probably one of, if not the strongest weight class on the world scene. There's the, the talent in that division is frightening. Uh, yeah, I agree. You, you've got to look at all of them. Uh, you know, you couldn't say he can beat any of the other ones because that's the kind of type of talent that's in there. But what I will say is, 22 years of age to take on somebody like Luke Campbell is, uh, you know, on paper, I said it before, you've got to say Luke Campbell should have walked that fight on paper and who he's been in with, the experience levels, but, you know, look what happened. You know, when you're really special and you're on like, a, you know, a different level, like a Canelo, like a Mayweather level, this is what you come across every now and again. And he's definitely one of them. And he's proved that yesterday. Some of them names in that division, the likes of Javante uh, Davis, Tank, uh, Devin Haney, Lopez. I mean, these are kind of, are the future stars of the sport, aren't they? They would. I think for, for me, if it was me, I'm not saying he couldn't beat uh, Tank or anyone in that division. But I'd just stay clear of him for the moment because, you know, that Tank is a serious fella. He's, uh, he's not going to be put away. He's not going to stop that Tank for sure. And, uh, you know, that's a dangerous fight for a 22-year-old, a really dangerous fight, because he's another level again. Mm. And in regards to Luke Campbell, obviously falling short against, I mean, he's not in bad company. Jorge Linares, Vasil Lomachenko, and now Ryan Garcia. But uh, what, what now for Luke Campbell, Peter, in your opinion? I still think he can win a world title. You know, look, we all need to understand he's come up against a phenomenal fighter. You know, he's, he's come up against a real special talent that only come around once in a while. You know, the, another one like him was Oscar De La Hoya, you know, looked after him. So that's how long it's been. So there's no, um, they've just got to take stock that they fought uh, somebody, you know, that special that becomes, that is special that, that comes every now and again. So he's capable of winning a world title. Um, he's just got to keep to it and uh, that's it. But the shot he took would have probably put anybody away. Mm. Yeah, but it was uh, it was a great seven rounds and uh, it was a great start to the year. But obviously then we wake up to the news today that boxing in the UK has been put on, on hold uh, at least till the end of the month, which uh, isn't great. There was only, there was an MTK show scheduled uh, in January and there was also the show between um, Josh Kelly and David Avenesian, which was scheduled for the 30th of January. So... Yeah, a little bit of a waiting game before we know that UK boxing is is back in the fold. Yeah, um, I spoke to uh, MTK this morning about it. Um, yes, January's cancelled, and we have to see what happens in February. They're going to reassess it in uh, in January because I also received an email from the boxing board myself stating the same. Mm. So there's not a lot uh, there's not a lot can be done. We just got to ride the storm and do what we've always done and try and get fights on the best way we, the best way they can get them on. Mm. 
whether it be here, abroad. I don't think any fights are going to happen in January anyway. So let's see what happens in February. Hopefully, now these vaccines have come out, they might uh, shed a different light on it. Well, we certainly hope so. Um, Peter, just to kind of looking back on on 2020, it was a, it was a, it's been a strange year in in life, not just boxing, but we are talking about boxing. We uh, didn't have like the full year of boxing. We had like four or five months where there was no boxing uh, here in the UK, especially. Um, so it's pretty. It's difficult to kind of pinpoint specific, uh, you know, like performances or, or certain fighters because they haven't had the full year that they would have normally have had. But was there anyone in particular that stood out for you as kind of a fighter of 2020 for you? I'm terrible when I go to reminisce, you know. It's, uh, you know, the old mind is not as it used to be, Coogan. So you'll have to run some fights past me and I'll soon tell you. I'm trying to think. Um, there has been some good fights on. I just can't, I just can't think off my mind who... It is difficult because a lot of fighters only fought the once um, uh, last year as well. They weren't kind of judged on uh, very few fighters fought twice in at the kind of the top level. Um, I suppose we can go back to, to it seems like an eternity ago, but the, in 2020 we did see Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder, which I suppose <coughs> from a, a world perspective was the performance of, of 2020 from Tyson, Peter. Yeah, you got to agree. Um, there's that one. There's been a there's, there's some been some good fights, hasn't there? But he went over there to America and he done what he done to uh, Wilder. He had the first fight, and that was like a little bit here and there. And then he regrouped to come back and done what he had to do. So yeah, got to give credit where it's due, haven't you? Mm. But um, and then again, we were talking about kind of sticking with the heavyweights. Joshua, again, only fought the once this year. We, we spoke about that the morning after his win over Pulev, got the job done. But it's difficult to assess them over the year because of kind of the, the missing blank period that they all kind of were affected by at some point. Yeah, you know, he's had a good fight as well. You know, Joshua's improving. I've seen improvements in that fight he had with Pulev. You know, he, he was very calm and, and patient, took his time. So uh, when I watched it back on the TV, when I got back, because when you're looking at it uh, there and then and you're watching it real time, you know, it's another story. But when you get back and see it on the television, you've got more time to sit back and have a look at it. But I thought he'd done, I thought he'd done well. It was a controlled performance. And he didn't take many risks. So it was, um, he's getting clever as time's going on. So it was a good win for him. Mm. I, liked, uh, I liked Yusik and uh, Chisora because Yusik showed that he belongs in there. And Chisora... What an improvement he's made. You know, he's a different fighter today as well. So, it's all good fights, to be fair. Mm. And obviously, hasn't been as active uh, as you would have wanted, Peter, but your boy Huey as well has, has shown improvements this year, or say this year, in 2020. Yeah, Huey showed improvements because he was able to have a fight with the 20-stone, you know, giant. And, you know, whack is no mug. And uh, he took the fight to him. And like, like it's a fair comment to say, he had a fight with him and uh, also outboxed him. He was able to change his game up and he was injured as well. So that was, uh, that was good from Yui. Yui's still got quite a bit to work on. Um, you know, he's got to take that eagerness out. And, you know, boxing's about being patient and, you know, finding your shots, you know, and uh, executing it properly. But look, 
it's uh, he wanted to impress that night. He had a lot of weight on his shoulders as well. So, um, you know, it's all a learning curve for him again. So, like I said, we'll get him busy. Hopefully, he'll fight in April. Um, and that's it. We'll see. Uh, we'll look to see improvements again. But he's on the right track. He's filled out. He's a man now. He's not a young, young heavyweight. So, although he's still a young heavyweight, but like I said, he's, uh, he's filled out. So, he's, uh, he's just going to get better and better now. It's just what it is with you now. He's just polishing the things he needs to do. And I think the whack fight was a very good fight for him because when he seen me at Christmas and we watch it together, I just pulled it to pieces. I'm not interested in the positives. I'm looking at what he needs to do to be a world champion. Beating whack is one thing. Yeah. To be a world champion, you've got to keep stepping up. And I showed him, I showed him what he didn't do, pointed out the things he needs to work on. And uh, he'll just work away with that now and uh, look to uh, put it, put, correct them uh, shortcomings in his next fight. How blunt and direct are you in them situations where you're sitting there watching back a fight, which he won, uh, but how kind of brutally direct are you in that respect when you, you've got to tell him exactly, maybe some things he don't want to hear, but you've got to tell him it anyway? Oh, you have to do, you know, look, it's, uh, you know, what can I say about it? You've just got to say it as it is. I, I'm looking, I know what I'm looking at in boxing and I know what he needs to do. And if I wasn't telling him the way I'm telling him, then he's not, he's, he's going to come short, you know, so he needs to work on the stuff I'm telling him. It's only for his own good. It's my son, isn't it? You want the best for him. So at the end of, at the, end of the day, he's got to uh, listen, take on board, which he does listen. He does understand. But, you know, overall, it was a better performance from Yui because he's coming forward. He's holding his feet more. He's letting his hands go. You know, just, just the timing of it all and the rushing, you know, that's what uh, made it messy early on. And there was no need to make it messy. He could have done. A, he could have done, He could have made made it a lot easier with a lot less effort. Mm. And that's what it's called, you know, being a little bit eager, being too anxious, thinking about I need to put on a good performance. All those are ingredients for a fuck up. Yeah, when you're thinking like that. That's that's the ingredients to say I'm going to make mistakes. You know, you know, you just can't think. Oh, I've got the best chin in the world. I'll take these shots because you won't. When you get it properly, you can be balled over. And he took some shots there. I'm not saying you're not going to take shots anyway, but he just, with these amount, with the skill set that he's got, if he can back off and take his time and relax, and uh, then we're going to see something special in Yui. Because he is his toughest teak, and uh, he's game, he'll fight anybody. Um, and like I said, you'd have to basically kill him in there to quit. You know, he's not got that in his vocabulary at all. So he's got all the ingredients to be a world-class fighter. He's just got to start showing it. And by showing it, all he needs to do is relax, let his boxing do the talking, and be patient to land the bombs because there's 10 or 12 rounds to land them. Don't need to land them so early. Peter, there was um, a lot of standout uh, women's fights from, from 2020 as well. Uh, obviously, we saw uh, Katie Taylor, very impressive. We saw Terry Harper, very impressive we saw a great fight obviously with uh natasha jonas as well your clarissa shields with a, a great world title win in 2020 as well it was a, it was a strong year for women's boxing really wasn't it strongest you know you've got you've got to say that women's boxing is it's flying up and when i said last year that uh women's boxing is soon going to be on the same level as men's it is 
And that's partly thanks, thanks to, uh, mostly thanks to Matchroom, isn't it? For putting them women fights on. It's put a lot of women fights on, but look what it's done. You know, it's, it's made the public sit up and realise that, you know, these women can fight. So it's, uh, I enjoy it. Anyway, I look forward to the women fighting. Yeah, like I said, it, that was one of the kind of the positives from the lockdown boxing. The the amount of women boxing that was pretty much on every show, there was <laughs> at least one female fight on there. So that definitely flourished in that period. It did, you know. So like you said, uh, Savannah's now a world champion. She's chomping at the bit. I think she's back in the gym tomorrow. She's working with Yui. I spoke to her this morning. Um, she's... Uh, She's ready, and um, yeah, the future is very bright for Savannah. I, I think we're going to have uh, a future major star in Savannah for English uh, women's boxing. Mm. Um, would you say that the the biggest surprise of 2020 was Povetkin's win over Dillian White? Is that a fair shout for that one? It's up there because he was bossing the fight, wasn't he? You know, at no time did you think. You know, I, I thought Povetkin's only got a couple of rounds left <laughs> until it happened, you know. So, but the only thing that did shock me a little bit, I was watching Povetkin when he was going down. I think he went down a couple of times, didn't he? Yeah. And, you know, the way he was getting up, you know, it was almost as if he was more unstable on his legs than hurt. Like he lost his balance and stuff. Because when he got up, he seemed perfectly fine, didn't he? So I don't know what type of, that was a little bit mystery, a mystery to me. He didn't get up and seem like a fighter that was finished. He was still dangerous, you know. He was still getting on with his job. Whether that's sheer experience is another matter. It probably is. Um, but yeah, that I've never seen a shot like it. To be fair, that was a beautiful setup shot. He leaned right over, planted the weight on the lead foot, you know, and and that uppercut come out. Well, it come out the sky, didn't it? You know, he just totally camouflaged it and put the, put a brilliant shot together. But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to see Dillian White back uh, next year. And uh, I think rather than looking at other fights, I think he needs, to, I think he needs that fight with Povetkin. So I think uh, he needs to get that one under his belt. I know uh, Povetkin's been ill. Can't see Povetkin uh, swerving Dillian White. You know, he's a fighting man, isn't he? He's shown time and time again. But I think, um, I think with, the, with the win over Dillian White, the thinking... That's not taking any chances here. That's training exceedingly hard because if we get through this, we're back knocking on the door for a world championship again. So they're, they're probably looking at it like that. And with him having COVID, they probably thought, you know, let's just sack it, have a rest and go after uh, going the new year. But I think the fight will happen. Um, it's going to be good. If you were to list a couple of fights that you, you, you definitely want to see this year or get made this year, in 2021, uh, what would you say, Peter, if I was to ask you for two fights? I'd like to see, uh, no, I'd like to see all the fights. Uh, I'd like to see, um, I think Wilder's been mentioned with Usyk. I'd like to see that fight. Obviously, there's uh, the Tyson with Joshua. Everybody wants to see that. I'd like to see that. Um, who else is a, all the, you know what, I'd like to see, the, I'd like to see, when they're up there and the world champions, I'd like to see them fight each other, all the best, and you know, get it on with. You know, it's like uh, Garcia now. We, we want to see who's the best in that division and pit them all straight away if we could. We'd have a month after month, wouldn't we? Mm. So, um, Terence think, Crawford and um, Errol Spence. Yeah, that's a fight that needs to happen. 
everybody needs to see that fight. You know, Crawford, what a fighter he is. So nobody can say Errol Spence is going to win that fight. That's definitely a pick and fight. You know, because Crawford is on a, he's another level and he's never really got... Seems to me Crawford never, has never really got that superstardom, has he? So I think... Um, and it's deserved because of his skill set. So it'd be nice to see him in a, in a super fight like that. Mm. I suppose we can add uh, Billy Joe to get his shot at Canelo this year as well. Yeah, again, you, you know, I think when Billy Joe was in super conditioned as he needs to be, um, he can cause all kinds of problems for Canelo because he's a good boxer himself, you know, and uh, he's got a good chin on him, uh, Billy Joe, so he'll put up a very good fight. So that'll be a good fight as well. I'd like to see that. Yeah, so there's, there's that much. And uh, I was very impressed with Canelo, though, against Smith. That was, uh, he executed that to perfection. So again, there's some good fights, but not only good fights to be made, some good fights to see. You know, when you see that level of skill, you know, and put them shots together. And uh, I was listening to the corner with Garcia, you know, and this is what I mean. This is something you each should relate to and watch the Garcia fight and listen to the corner work. And even Canelo was shouting, you know, you know, take your time, stay calm, think. You know, that was the main instructions for Garcia, you know, because when you're young, you want to just impress, you tend to rush in. So there, that's the advice he was giving Garcia was spot on. So getting back to my question, is very good to see these type of fights and to see the skill set, not just for the fights, to see these fights. There's a good fights, aren't they? Good to watch. Mm. But I think you're right. When we see the best two in any weight division <coughs> fighting each other, and it doesn't, it happens, but not often enough. But that, they're yeah. the fights we want to see. We want to see the, the one and two in the divisions, whoever they may, may be, whatever belts they've got, the best two fighting each other. That's basically what we want, isn't it? Of course you do. Look, you know, if it was me and I was a world champion, I want to fight everybody. If I'd want to fight the lot, I'd want to say, well, listen, I'm not the best because that cunt's got a world championship on ease. So you'd want it, wouldn't you? So, <laughs> so like I say, if you're, uh, if you're the real deal, <laughs> there's no need to be a tosser, is there? Get in there and have a fight. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I mean, is it a, a personal preference, Peter, time-wise, why... You don't train more fighters? Because I'm assuming there's a, a lot of fighters that would want to be trained by you. But what is it, a time thing for you? Yeah, I, I think more than anything, I like to complete a task. You know, I can say every fighter I've worked with at the minute has become a world champion. So, you know, so I'm really, there's only UE left to get a world title. Then I can say everybody I've worked with, you know, I've helped them to get a world championship around the waist. And that's a big thing for me. I'm, I'm not, not interested in taking... Look, I'll help anybody. I'll give anybody advice. They can come to my... They can come to the gym. I'll help them. I'll even take them on the pads. You know, I'm a nice person. I'm not a clever, uh, a clever Harry that thinks, oh, I'm above these type of people. That's not what I'm saying at all. I, I've got time for everybody. And everybody who knows me knows that. Mm. But for me to put my time into somebody... Uh, it wouldn't be fair to them. And it's not fair to myself because I just haven't got the time to do it you know so I do this as a as a I wouldn't say a hobby because it's it's not an hobby because it's a full-time thing isn't it mm. so an hobby is somebody you're gonna have a game of golf <laughs> you know this is not a game of golf is it Coogan <laughs> 24-7 look I was saying to uh I was saying to Mick Hennessy the other day I spoke to him yeah and I said to him I said when I look back when I started this boxing I said I had a 
proper dark hair. I said, I look fucking 20 years older, you know? So this boxing, and you want to put the level of commitment in, it takes it out of you. Even when the fights have started, you know, it takes me a month to calm down, you know? Because I'm, I'm, I'm in that zone with, with, with the boxing. So it takes a while. So it does take a... When you're doing this sport on a serious level, and what I put into it, I give, I give these fighters everything I've got, yeah? So how can I give that to 10 people or five or six or seven? Try, I mean, yeah, I mean, look, trainers obviously do do Nobody's that. giving me, nobody's giving me a pay packet, are they? Nobody's saying, you know, there's a few hundred grand here, a few hundred grand there. Don't forget, yeah, I've got businesses outside of boxing, so there's no money being taken off anybody. So like I said, well, I'm, you know, and I'm already, I'll, by the time I leave this boxing, I'll probably be on a walking stick and a dithering wreck. <laughs> That's where I'm heading. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let it stress you out too much, Peter. No, no, no. I'll keep going, Coogan. Listen, I'm mentally warped anyway, so just keep going, isn't it? <laughs> That's not part of course for me. I'll tell you what I'm going to say on this uh, video, though. I, I always watch what Enzo Macronelli's got to say, yeah? yeah? With his videos, you know, and I'm looking at his videos, you know, he's, oh, I'm three miles in, I've got another 10 to go, and I'm thinking, Jesus Christ, you know, the determination he's got and the way he speaks is very good, and he, he will help a lot of people because he's genuine in what he says. So I enjoy his uh, videos. And, I, and Enzo, if you're listening to this, I'm going to try and uh, start. I'm going to try and start with 500 yards um, tomorrow. <laughs> and build up. I'll tell you what, if you, if you do 500 yards, Peter, I'll match you. I, won't, I don't know if I'll go beyond that, but I'll match you. Yeah, you, you know, don't you? He's a good guy, Enzo, though. He's a very good Very guy. good. He's a genuine fellow. He's taking his time out to... Uh, and he's right. And the reason I say that is because he's right. Because uh, when you're training, you feel so much better. It's like I've not done anything now for a, a month or six weeks. And like, you know, you, you start thinking to yourself, don't you? What the fuck is this life about now? You know, this, that and the other. And you start overthinking. When you're training, everything's good. Everything's nice. <laughs> when you're not, it's not nice, is it? So it does help. It helps a lot. Um, and only us people, only us people with warped minds, yeah, what's not mentally fully ticking, will we'll understand what Enzo's saying because we're in the same club. That <laughs> we all need some assistance somewhere. I'll tell you what, when, when just talking about social media, I do find when you're watching boxing at home, you find yourself on on Twitter as much as you are actually watching the fucking fights. <laughs> you got sometimes like you are in between. You're looking at you're looking at kind of what everyone else's opinions are and if they're seeing the same things you are and yeah. It's become a new way of watching fights, I tell you that. Yeah, I enjoy it. Uh, sometimes uh I interact with the fans on there when I'm watching it and I'm giving comments and uh you know, as if they're commenting back. And it's good because we're all the same, you know, we're all watching the same fights, so it's good to it's good to get feedback on what people see. But it just, what it tells me, it tells me just how people, how knowledgeable people have become in boxing. Because there's not many, there's not many fools out there that say, oh, this, that, and the other. There's a lot of educated comments coming back. You know, they can read fights just as good as anybody else. So that's a good thing for boxing. Mm. I enjoy it. I enjoy the interaction with the fans. It's all about the fans anyway, isn't it? What, what does it take for you to block someone on Twitter, Peter? Well... 
I'm not into abusing anybody. I don't like abuse, yeah? I don't need people to remind me about my criminal past. Listen, I am what I am. I'm never going to be knighted by the Queen, am I? So we all know that, yeah? So let's just get real here. What you are, you know, I'm not... The past is the past. What we are today is different from the past. We all do things. We all make mistakes. So I'm not interested in people being derogatory or people us being really negative, you know, you know, you got to be constructive, you know, and uh, listening to bullshit. And there's one thing having, having negative criticism, which is healthy, where people's giving a genuine comment, what they think you can see that in the way they write it. So that's fine. I ain't got a problem with anything that says, oh, you need to do this. You need to do that. That's, that's all good. But you just know somebody that's singling you out and having a dig, you know, somebody who genuinely just don't like the person. So that, I'll just block them. I'm not, they're not weary of my time anyway. I've got no interest arguing with a fool because I'll become a fool just like them. Yeah, I think you can tell the difference between someone trying to provoke a reaction from you to try and, yeah, basically singling you out as opposed to a constructive comment. Listen, right or wrong, if they can back up what they're saying, that's not a problem, is it? It's when they're being... There's, there's an agenda behind it, shall we say. Yeah, if people can back up what I'm saying, it's fine, you know, and people can say, look, I've had people, you know, write in and say, you know, you know, you eat shit, he runs away, he's this and he's that and the other and this, that and the other and they've commented and, uh, you know, I'm not interested in that kind of talk. And then you'll get another comment to say, well, look, he backs off too much, he needs to do this, he needs to do that, he's very negative. That's no problem because it's all stuff that we know anyway. So, yeah, any, any advice. I'll listen to any constructive advice, whether it's criticism or what else. But criticism is healthy. It's not negative. You know, there's a difference between negative and criticism, isn't it? So we know when somebody's being a sly bastard, you know. <laughs> so we don't want to listen to that cougar, do we? Absolutely not. My tolerance levels on Twitter have, uh, have got very short over the years. As soon as I see something, I think... If you just block them, you just you don't give them the second opportunity to say something. Like I said, if someone said, look, I didn't really like that, and they write something what you think is constructive, I think, okay, but then when they're just... Uh... I spoke to somebody on the phone the other day, I've known him a long time, and he said to me, Peter, I've got to really say, you know, I've watched some of your videos lately, and you're starting to swear a lot. <laughs> he said, and it's not good, you know. And he's right, you know, and it ain't good. I don't like to hear swearing myself, to be honest, but sometimes I can't help it. It just comes out. So, <laughs> that's a whole lot I can do, if isn't it? If that's one of your only flaws, Peter, you're not doing too badly. I don't think that's. I'd like way. to not swear at all. I'd like to speak all perfect, you know, and, and not say words twice. <laughs> but it's just where I am. I can't help it, Cougar. Oh, dear. Um, all right. Well, listen. Uh, yeah, just um, a catch up, obviously, just to kick off 2021. Uh, obviously, boxing's non existent for this month, but the stories will still run and. The fights are obviously still being made in this month, etc. So we'll uh, <coughs> we'll see how this month pans out, and hopefully we do see the return of uh, British boxing back in back in February at the earliest. I think we will, and I think uh, twenty one is going to see some uh, very good fights. I really do. I'm positive about this year. I think we're going to see some major fights t- uh, take place, and that was a major fight last night. Yeah, between Campbell and Garcia, you know, these are the type of fights we want to see. But getting back to Campbell, I think he can still do good things. He just come up against an elite once in a lifetime type of fighter, and you you do get this, 
You know, is he capable of winning world titles? Of course he is. You know, look, let's face it. When I say he was bossing the fight, yeah, you could just see the, the, the level of him there. But Luke Campbell was in that fight, wasn't he? He had him down, let's not forget. If he was a pitch of a straight shot mm. and had him over. So, like I said, anybody could have happened that to anybody. You just can't say, oh, that's right, Luke Campbell off because he's been, he's been um, counted out. Can't, can't, can't talk like that. I'm sure when he uh, sits back and rests up, they'll just get back on with it because Styles make fights. Okay. Well, Peter, thank you very much for your time this uh, Sunday afternoon. And you, Coogan. And, uh, it's always good speaking with you. Yep. Yeah, wish you a, a happy new year to yourself and your family. And uh, Same to you and yours. We'll, uh, wish everybody a good new year. And that's... Uh, I'll be glad to see the back of this COVID, to be honest with you. And so as everybody can get uh, vaccines, whatever they get in, get some normality back. So that'll be the thing. And uh, I was only thinking, though, just the other day, when before this happened, though, people was together. And you see them fights like yesterday with Canelo wearing masks and everybody wearing masks in the crowd. You know, it's not a nice thing to see, is it? You know, it makes you, makes you appreciate what we had. But this is a life over. You always appreciate what you had when it's gone. No. That's yeah. life itself. Yeah. So hopefully we can get back to that normality. And I believe we will do. I think, uh, I think once we get past March into April and you get all these vaccines sorted out, I think we'll, uh, we'll bounce back. Please God, we do anyway. Certainly hope so. Peter, thank you very much for talking to IFL TV and we'll definitely catch up with you again soon. And you, Coogan. Take care, mate. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.